0: You are locked on Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back in everybody. Thank you for stopping by to check out the locked on Texans podcast, a part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. I'm Joseph Sports Guy Hickman here to tell you about the Peacock and Williamson podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news, insight on the game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network subscribe wherever you get podcasts as mentioned this is the locked on texas podcast can't do the show without my boy cody davis welcome in how's it going
0: going well my guy glad to be back for another installment of locked on texans and on today's show john and i are going to take a look at whether or not the texans can trust bradley robey as a number one cornerback and then we're going to close out the show talking about the importance of the texans upcoming draft in 2022 but to get this installment of locked on texans kicked off john and listeners i wanted to take a look at one particular player and see is there anyone on this roster currently heading into the 2021 season in more of an unfortunate situation than kiki QT? i wanted to bring this up because not only well to me not only does it seems like QT's career with the Houston Texans, but it appears that QT's NFL career is at somewhat at risk because of the lack of experience, the lack of playing time he has had ever since coming into the league. Now, let's just quickly break qt's career down as of right now as we all know he was drafted under the previous regime during the 2018 nfl draft which lets you know that qt is not one of nick Casario's guys which means he is a little bit on the expendable side to say the least and Throughout the first two years of QT's career, QT was in Bill O'Brien's doghouse. He appeared in only 15 out of a possible 32 games. And during those 15 games, he only appeared in 28% of the offensive snaps. Now, The only time that QT had an opportunity, a legit opportunity to go out there and showcase what he can do out there on the football field is during the final seven games of the 2020 season. And throughout those seven games, he showcased the potential that we all know QT has. In those seven games, he recorded 389 yards on 31 catches and three touchdowns and what i like most about those final seven games of last season qt shows that he can a be a very solid and a very good slot receiver or B, depending on the circumstances, and yes, we all know Randall Kyle was out due to injuries and Will Fuller was suspended, he can step up and actually be a team's number two receiver. Now, John, I don't know if you remember, but I just wanna refresh your memory that when you and I were doing the position breakdowns on how every single position fair during last season, you and I said that there is a great possibility that Kiki Q T can actually be the Texans number three receiver heading into this upcoming season. That doesn't seem like a reality anymore because when you take a look at this wide receiver core in its totality, there is a pretty good possibility that QT can find himself in a situation where he can be the number five receiver on this roster you know Brandon Cooks is receiver number one I think when you take a look at this rookie class of 2021 Nico Collins has the potential to get the most playing times out of all of these rookies Randall Cobb and Chris Conley are getting paid way too much money to say they're going to take a back seat for QT and you also got to take into consideration that Chris Conley actually adds size to this wide receiving court and the worst part about QT situation is the fact that he is in the final year of his contract and he has not done enough to showcase to the Texans or to other teams that he is worth securing a long-term contract when he goes into free agency next year, which means there is a pretty solid possibility that QT's NFL career could be in jeopardy within the next year or so. When you take a look at other players who have a lot at stake heading into this 2021 season nobody is in a more worse situation than qt you take a look at tyrod taylor if he does not live up or does not be a solid quarterback for the texans he's just going to move on to the next team he could be a bridge quarterback too you take a look at justin reed and jordan akins you're talking about two guys who even if they have a terrible year next year They have done enough in their careers where they can showcase to another team and they could still be part of a valuable system moving forward. And then when you take a look at some of the younger guys like Ross Blacklock and Lonnie Johnson Jr., who are are in somewhat of a similar situation to QT as a young guy still trying to find his mark in the league. (laughs) Ross Blacklock and Lonnie Johnson Jr., they still have years on a contract that would give them another opportunity to showcase their worth on the NFL level.
1: You know, Kiki being a part of Bill O'Brien's proverbial doghouse, to your point, Cody, really did uh, damage what he can do with his team, uh, especially when you look at what he could have done with Deshaun Watson when Houston needed some type of X factor. We've seen it in, in games throughout his career here in Houston, but uh, not over a good stretch of time simply because of that proverbial doghouse. But, you know, I'm not really sure who is in the worst position going into next year's season, but I will say that I think Kiki QT may be top three. And the reason why it's important to discuss him is, to your point, his rookie contract has ended. So you go into the doghouse after the playoff game against, what was that, Indy? Mm-hmm.
0: You go into that doghouse. A game that he had well over 100 receiving yards, by the way. Right,
1: which is why I wanted to make a point to mention it was the indie game that after that game, it's like, okay, where's Kiki QT? Then last year when everybody goes down, he proves that he can still play in the league. But that was also with Deshaun Watson and quarterback. And it's very difficult to say like with the improvements uh, or additions, however you want to look at it, with the additions of the players on this team, Chris Conley, you draft Nico Collins. Um, also, Andre Roberts was brought, was brought in, and I've been, you know, I, I've said on this show that I believe Andre Roberts brought in to be, you know, more of a special teams guy than actually play some receiver time. get receiver time. But Kiki is in an awkward spot once again because this new coaching staff isn't tied to you. We don't know what this offense is going to be overall. I mean, we we acknowledge at least that we believe this offense would be more of a run-dominant offense. So if this offense is going to be a run-dominant offense, where does that actually leave the touches for QT, right? And that's where it it gets concerning because for QT, you need to be on the field. And if we see three receiver packages, four receiver packages – then we can you know, kind of guess Kiki may be on the field in this situation or for Houston in this situation. I don't know if we're going to see those type of packages consistently throughout the entirety of a 17-game season for this Houston team that, that opportunity for him will be there on the field. I think the opportunities will be limited, very limited, Unless he has a breakout training camp, preseason games, he's, he's showing up, he's showing out, and he's getting that confidence and backing from the coaching staff, then that'd be great. But the less three-receiver packages we see, the less Kiki QT we'll see. And for him, that's not good. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams are getting ready for their conference finals. They're in right now. Phoenix Sun, shout out to them young boys out there. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. BetOnline is your online sports book experts. Welcome back in, listeners. Thank you again for checking out the Locked On Texas podcast today. You know, in the previous segment, we discussed how Kiki QT may not get the playing time because of additions to the team on the offensive side of the ball, specifically at wide receiver, of course. But on the defensive side, specifically at the defensive backfield, at cornerback, the additions of Terrence Brooks and Desmond King For Houston, you know, Cody and I got to talking, and where does that actually leave Bradley Roby? Is Bradley Roby still Houston's number one option at cornerback? Bradley Roby is set to make $10.2 million this season before his uh, suspension for the first game of the year. That suspension, of course, is coming from the illegal substance found in Roby's system last year. Roby's year was overlooked, in my opinion. Due to how bad the entire team was, Bradley Robey will benefit from better talent around him just as much as Justin Reed will, which we've talked about before. Roby allowed 227 yards on 44 targets, 45 targets last year, which is 22 yards per game. Remember, he played in 10 games. Marcus Peters averaged around 45 yards allowed per game in 14 games. In the 14 games that he played in and Chris Harris averaged 40 yards allowed per game in the nine games he appeared in. Bradley's problems still rest on whether or not the offseason acquisitions uh, will work out for them, which I think they will. And he will be appreciated here in Houston because we'll actually see him in a position where the entire product is better. So to, to say if we can trust him to be Houston's number one corner, uh, we trusted him two years ago when he first got to town, and he did a decent job. I thought his first year in Houston was pretty decent. But then the year after that, everybody's gone, and the entire product is bad, like I mentioned. So do I think that Roby can be the number one cornerback for Houston headed into this year after his one-game suspension to kick off the year? I do, actually. I do. I think. I think Bradley Roby still has the tools, because everybody around him, just like Reed. If every if everybody around me is better, then that means we're going to do something differently on, on defense, and I can hone in and lock in on what I, I need to do on my side.
0: Johnny, listeners, the answer is a little bit split for me i do believe bradley roby has what it takes to be a team's number one corner however he is more of a number two guy to say the least because john what i do want to agree with you on is this bradley roby is better when he has better talent around him and the reason why i feel bradley roby is a better number two corner other than a number one is because when he had his best seasons he was always matched up with a guy who was without a doubt the team's number one corner. You take a look at what I consider to be Bradley Roby's best version of himself throughout his career so far and that was when he was paired alongside Akeem Talib who was by far one of the best players of course at that time at his position and you mentioned John the best version of Roby that we saw while he was wearing a Houston Texans jersey was his first season here in Houston however he was also playing alongside Jonathan Joseph and Garyon Conley and if you ask me there wasn't a significant number one corner like during his time with the Broncos but any given Sunday those three guys shared the title for the texans best corner there was times where jonathan joseph still showed that he had something left in the tank you saw how well garyon conley ended the 2019 season it was part of the reason why you and i was dying to see garyon get some type of playing time last season despite him having that terrible ankle surgery that kept him out all of the 2020 season so going into this year Especially considering that we are in a very talented division, a division that has the likes of Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, and A.J. Brown, three guys who can do numbers on the Texans. I don't know if Bradley Roby has what it takes to keep these receivers from having big games on the Houston Texans in 2021. However, John, before moving on, I do want to ask you this question, though. Out of Terrence Brooks and Desmond King, why do you feel so confident that these are the two guys that Bradley Roby needs in order for us to see the best version of himself? I
1: don't, I'm don't. i not necessarily confident that those are the two guys that Roby or this Texan team needs. I'm confident that what I've seen out of Terrence Brooks and – Desmond King will be better than what we've seen out of Philip Gaines, the amount of playing time he got last year. Uh just a product that was put out on the field, especially when Roby went down to serve that that, that suspension and combined with that injury. I'm confident in that. But necessarily saying that's what he needs, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say that, but I think we can agree that. You know, what we saw from last year was ground zero. And for Houston, it's only one way up. Today is Thursday, and I'm here to tell you about Built Bar. Listen, it's actually the perfect time to work out this summer because it's hot outside. But you can work out really early in the morning, knock it out the way before you really can get into that heat, break a good sweat. And afterwards, you take a shower. You got to get your day started. You want to go ahead and get about your day. Bill Bar with nine delicious flavors is a chocolate bar you should check out. Flavors like coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only four grams sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever flavor you like. Go to billboard.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billboard.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey costs $300. rockauto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com today on the locked on today podcast how did the clippers let the Suns do that Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
0: And to close out this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I wanted to take a look at the importance of next year's draft. I think next year's draft class is going to rely heavily upon how good this year's draft class can be. Because if Davis Mills, Nico Collins, and Brevin Jordan go out there and prove that they can be a solid foundation for this organization to build around, that means in 2022, the Texans have an opportunity to go out and draft a guy they have faith can be their top cornerback or go out and draft a guy who can take the reins as the Texans' next greatest defensive lineman, knowing that they're going into the season for the first time since what 2010-2011 without JJ Watt but if one of those guys especially Davis Mills do not live up to the expectation and cannot or prove that they cannot be a foundational block then that just means the Texans are going to have to waste one of their draft picks on a position that hopefully they should already have covered i.e. the Davis Mills quarterback situation
1: yeah I think you know more importantly than a Davis Mills or the, the quarterback situation, the real case is, like, Nick Asario will be judged off his draft next year. And I think that's fair. I, I personally will not judge a GM or grade him too hard on a draft where the first pick was in the third round. and He still had limited picks. Nevertheless, next year's draft is very important for Houston not necessarily a quarterback. I'm not big on the quarterbacks coming out next year, but I am big on a lot of other players that will be in the 2022 draft. Uh, this team will eventually start to scout and how this team will eventually start to shape out what's the most important need at uh, on this team that will be coming out in the next year's draft. So that's that's why this draft is important because they will actually be able for the first time going to a full scouting where they'll have a scouting opportunity, which they did. In this year's draft, don't get me wrong, they got Nico Collins and Brevin Jordans, and I think scouting-wise, you found two great players to bring into this organization. But next year, when you can get a first round, second round, depending on what happens this year or how many first-round draft picks you may be able to get, we don't know what the future holds, this team will be set up more properly than they were previously. That's why it's important. The the future and the rebuild will be – Easier to analyze after you have a first-round draft pick. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Thank you for checking out Locked On Texans today. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook.
0: And as always, I'm your host Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore twenty four. Once again, as Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore twenty four. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.